Magnified, sanctified, be thy holy name. Vilified, crucified in the human frame. A million candles burning for the help that never and came. And that brings us finally to why we're here. And it's what Zack Snyder gets right about this superhero shit. And that's that's Zack Snyder's Justice League, man. Except no fucking substitutes. As I hinted at in the cold open, like, I am eating so much crow because of how, like, Snyder pilled I've become. And now, there are limits here, you know. I'm not going to go back and defend 300. <laughs> that movie sucks. Sucker Punch, even, like, it's like that, like that gif or clip of fucking, of Altuve jumping up and swinging and striking out. Just, like, Fuck. He was going for it, man. It just didn't work. Yeah, I've still never seen Sucker Punch. <laughs> you, yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League, which obviously we heard all this shit about for nine gajillion years, about what it was or what it wasn't, whether it existed. For a while, I didn't believe it existed, to be honest. I was like, this is just some fucking myth. Because speaking about stands being annoying... I was of the, I was of a mind that they basically invented it. Like <laughs> well, they like I did literally think this for a while until Snyder started to be like, "Nope, it like showed evidence on his Twitter of like the reels existing of the of the work print." And it's like, "Okay, well, you did something. I don't know what it is." And then so it comes out this March and this March was, without getting too difficult, too much in the weeds of my personal life, this March was a very fucking difficult time for me. <laughs> um, as uh, we briefly alluded to, it was the cause of one of our long breaks for the show uh, due to uh, more or less home displacement. Well, that's the best way I can describe it. I was living in a hotel <laughs> and <laughs> when this came out and... It gave me the escape that I needed so desperately because it like it was a fully it was a fully realized world and vision like that is connected to its like its IP overlords or whatever, you know, but like this is exactly the weird shit that you should let a director do with with a movie like this. I don't even, we don't even need to fucking really go through much of the plot of Snyder Cut. It's, it's not particularly important. It's, no, not really. It's not a bad story. Like Batman and Batman tries to revive Superman and to stop a thing that is basically a MacGuffin called the Mother Boxes uh, from, which basically look like mini Borg ships. From next generation, from Star Trek Next Generation, right? There, there's some sort of anti-life um, equation, if I recall correctly. Yes, that's what a yes, dark. That's, that's what dark thing. side's after. Yes, dark dark side is magnificent, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's just such like it's wild. <laughs> it's just such a big, dumb, perfect vision of ultimate evil. Yeah, <laughs> like. like like he just like cra- like jumps from a fucking like spaceship and lands and like draws his foot against the fucking ground. Like it's so it's so dumb and it's so perfect. My God. Yeah, that was like. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I, I was rewatching the uh, the black and white cut today uh, in preparation, and I was just like, man, I that is my and that is my favorite version of it. It looks great, easily. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's 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 funny, Liam, like, uh, I was actually at one point as skeptical as you were about this stuff, about this movie. Uh, for one thing, because I was, like, generally just not really very high on those kind of movies in general at this point. Like, I think especially, like, mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, like, just as our world and institutions continue to fail us, like, being shown. Yes. And especially in, like, the Marvel movie sense where, like, the Avengers and their associates are very much extensions of the American government. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think that really falls flat. And um, 
Yeah, so, so like I wasn't really very stoked about this movie at all, and I was kind of low on Snyder. I was like, I don't know. Like I think I kind of assumed that maybe anything because I see I saw the original version in theaters and it's fucking terrible. Like it's genuinely terrible. I did not. I still haven't. I D- yeah, there's no reason to. It's it's not even. It's like it's really bad. Like it, it's crazy because I think like you know if if I'm being honest, like I, like I think the Justice League might the Zack Snyder version might be th- my favorite comic book movie. At least of like the major studios, like you know, it's up there for it's me. It's really good. Like, um, it is like, and you can, like, you can make like you can poke at the length a little bit, and that's fine. Like, but like, if you want to watch it as a miniseries, watch it as a miniseries. That I, I got no beef with that. Like, we were, like or, like last week uh, on our mailbag, I mentioned uh, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies is a seven and a half hour hungarian art film called satan tango and it's like you can watch it in parts man if you want like and it's it's not like like think of it as a t it was binging tv like everyone does that so the length was not a big deal and when when i first watched it and in fact most of the like i've watched it quite quite a few times i'm not sure how many um (laughs) And most of the time, I did watch it from front to back. Like, so at least three, maybe four times I've watched it from front to back. No pauses other than to run to take a piss, whatever. Like, and that's pretty... It is mostly engrossing. Like, Yeah. And the parts that are slow, the parts that are idiosyncratic, you know, are like... Like in the beginning, that scene with Aquaman, like when they meet Aquaman, or when when Bruce Wayne goes to meet Aquaman. So they have their talk. Aquaman's like, "Nah, fuck you. I'm not getting involved in this alliance crap. Like this sounds this sounds stupid. You're all gonna die," which is more or less half of what he says. And <laughs> and like, wait. So, so you dress up like a bat. Like an actual bat. Then <laughs> every single sentence was like brother. <laughs> yes, it's great. I love it. Hell I love yeah. It. He's like he's like cool Hulk Hogan. Cool Maori Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and um but um I I digress horribly. Life is a digression. The, that scene it ends and then these women from the village begin singing this folk song out of nowhere and the camera is just like focusing on them for a while and then it zeroes in on one of them who's like clearly some would like to be aquaman's paramour or is as she just slowly picks up his like fucking sweater and it just like lingers on this and it's like i don't know what this means but it's fascinating that you're taking the time to just like live in a scene you know if that makes sense like just just you're letting this world breathe yeah no it's it really is like and i guess that that was kind of the thing like in general that that surprised me because uh yeah i don't think anybody ever gave Zack snyder credit for having a vision for anything and i think everybody kind of which he does yeah and the thing is well the, the thing is i thought was really interesting was like so there's that kind of arc of like man of steel batman versus superman and then the yeah. Justice League, and it does. So I always liked Man of Steel. I know you don't like it, but I, I always thought that was just no. I did actually. Oh, you rewatched it. I, I rewatched it. Yeah, I did. I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, no, this is actually really, this is actually really good. I don't. I must have just been like miserable or cranky or expecting something else when I first saw it. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It just like it's not perfect by any means, and like. It's weird, like, it's interesting that, like, that movie has so much, like, civilian death, and that was one of the things that bothered me about it at the time. And then I I had seen the studio cut of Batman v Superman, Dawn of Just Ass, which, as much as I've grown to like the movie, I will not stop saying that because I am a fucking immature man. (laughs) And, (laughs) like, so... 
but even and even in the the studio cut which i don't like the whole plot is contingent on bruce wayne being horrified by this mass loss of life right and among other things so that that was what i didn't like at the time but then first watching the extended version of batman versus superman which makes the movie a lot better right it's it's a huge huge leap like there are so many like little events filled in that didn't make sense previously it's just like oh oh okay you that's why that is what that is and it's it doesn't work in the in in the theatrical cut but if you just gave him three hours it's like no it's it's fine it's good well that that's another kind so of those two connect Sorry, I was what? gonna say it's just kind of another kind of weird thing about Zack Snyder, I guess, just because like he is kind of like a, he's a very broy director. He seems like kind of a broy guy, but like uh, he's a bit broy. Yeah, definitely. He does like um, he's better with the long form, and that's weird. You just don't think of like you don't think of those kind of directors as being like better with like more time and space, but like he actually does right. make markedly better movies when he has more time and space, like you're saying with like the. Uh, the Batman vs Superman, and then with uh the Justice League movies, like he made these really long movies that like actually flow really well and have like a really good story to them, mm-hmm. and it's a very complete arc. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting. It's very un- Cause like like I was saying, like I was just as skeptical as you were in a lot of ways. Um, I just kind of started getting interested earlier than you did. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting to really ever like a like mainstream superhero. <laughs> for quite some time like i i, I really yeah. thought that i was just gonna like not like those movies for a very long time but <laughs> this movie fucking rocked man it just did <laughs> yeah no they're there there's a sense of wonder to them that they have especially and this is especially true in retrospect of man of steel it has this this wonder to the idea of superman it's it's not as present as it is in say the original like the first superman movie like uh that richard donner made like that and and that's like a more like almost a beatific superman like a a very like a pastoral not forged in the destruction of a world superman as uh like like none of that like we don't see any of that shit until the second movie in the in the old g superman movies mm-hmm. and um in this version like you got to start there and it makes sense to start there with the destruction mm-hmm. of krypton but you still do in various scenes like to have this just like sense of grandeur when you're seeing like as 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 Russell Crowe says like you will help them accomplish wonders it's like and it's like yeah no that's it's silly it's goofy but like it's it's riveting and i think that Snyder understands the character of Batman better than anyone other than nolan and even like nolan's batman is a very distinct thing it's and that's why it's not part of the they don't consider it part of the dc movie universe like it's just self-contained and apparently that's going to be the same thing with the robert pattinson one like uh that's not going to exist in this world like and that that's still that movie still looks kind of cool um, oh yeah i'm, I'm, I'm that movie see, it's got see what they do with it yeah paul dano's but hardware. Yeah, that's that's really fucking interesting. Um, Paul Dano, and he's a great actor, great actor. And there's just he understands Batman fundamentally, I think, or at least a version of Batman that is compelling. This very sort of this transition from brooding to hopeful, and it does seem a bit abrupt at times. For him to be like the most depressed man on earth in Batman vs Superman, and then by like uh, halfway through Justice League, he's saying, "Faith, Albert, it's faith." And it's like, uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if we've seen enough to really get that journey, but like, like Affleck plays it well, and like that's another thing, like. Are are Affleck are Affleck and Bale the best Batmans? I think they are. Like I know a lot of people love Michael Keaton and yeah, I'm a Keaton like, guy from the Tim Burton movies. Um, I I like I like Keaton I like Keaton's Batman very much in Batman Returns. I don't like the first Batman movie by Burton at all. Really, I, it does not work for me. Like Nicholson is just 
it can't it's it's just too much oh, it's man. just too much that's one of my favorites um but i really like patman returns it's it's very weird and i think keaton's great in it um pfeiffer's great in it uh chris christopher walken as max shrek like, oh, like that shit's yeah. great but yeah no i think like those three are definitely the best batmans um and affleck's batman is like a really bleak like vacillating between like this bleak depressed hulk and then this man imbued with some measure of hope even though it's contingent on but wait there's a universe where uh all of this goes wrong and superman becomes the devil and we're in a post-apocalyptic landscape and shit and i'm wearing a duster now because that seems cool i don't know why like that shit rules. Yeah, it, it like the nightmare sequences in those two movies. Those are fucking awesome. Yeah, no, dude, the one at the end of the one at the end of uh, Justice League is so cool. Like it, you're just like, oh man, yeah, fucking tell the Joker what you think about him. Yeah, yeah, tell him. Yeah, <laughs> tell me you're gonna fucking kill it's him. Like, yeah, it's it's so it's <laughs> it's so wild and like an unhinged like it, it seems like a thing that would be cringe you know having batman swear the way he swears at joker and that and he's like when i kill you and make no mistake i will fucking kill you um it's like oh okay well that's the thing is that early, that batman has earned that you know they uh yeah they, they earned that fact. and also he yeah and also he casually curses earlier like a normal person just casually curses he just says shit sometimes and it's like oh you know like a normal human being does in the marvel movies i don't even think they get to say shit i mean there's probably been maybe a once or twice definitely no fucks uh in more ways than one <laughs> oh uh, like there oh there is yeah there's horny please there is zero fucking in the marvel movies like at like none zilch nada um you know what i think is interesting just about like yeah it, it's really just kind of the way it's it's just something i because i've been trying to kind of distill like why disney's kind of stranglehold on the culture is uh weighing on me and and this does go back to what we're saying i swear it's not just a random tangent but like you, you yeah, know in, no, in, no worries, in disney like they have all these story groups for everything right like they've got they have these people yeah. who are like in charge of marvel or in charge of like star wars or in charge of like the and yeah there's like these story groups and they're creating like what like the canon is for those currently and yes uh and like i said like there is something where there's kind of like an accomplishment there um of being able to like weave those stories together because like i still don't really know what the fuck is going on in a lot of those movies i just can't pay attention for that long to babble about like <laughs> rocks in a I, I don't get it but anyway um nope. my attention span yeah. fucking sucks liam i'm not gonna lie to you um i've been, I've been okay. hit in the head several times i've <laughs> you've been to a lot of metal shows my man and <laughs> i've actually never been wounded at a metal show and Really? I was, I, I'm surprised. The worst injury I've ever acquired at a show was um, I went and saw Refused when they Oh, re-rated. well, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I just like, I, I, I thought that I had torn my tricep off the bone. Um, it healed up <laughs> and it was fine, but uh, yeah, that shit kicked ass. Um, Fuck, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, all that to say... Um, so like the, it's good in one way because you can create these continuities that you know a lot of times people like in stories you know like we we like continuous stories there's a reason why star wars is so fucking popular you know there's a reason why people read these comic books um mm-hmm. but it, it does kind of create a limitation to what the filmmaker in this case is allowed to do um exactly and exactly and uh, you know i think it's funny because like i think we talk about like batman specifically like i generally i, I like every batman movie like, I just do. Like, I, I... I think the only ones I don't like are... I, I really deeply dislike Batman and Robin because of how they butcher Mr. Freeze. Because I'm a Batman the Animated Series guy. 
Like that was very foundational to my childhood and most of the best Batman the Animated Series episodes, well not most, but a lot are the ones featuring Mr. Freeze. Like they won multiple Emmys. They're like cons- like they're shit that gets like taught in like classes about animated movies. Um or animated uh series, shit like that. It's just so his Mr. Freeze is so goofy and then he tries to save the world at the fucking end like oh god yeah, it's it's uh not not your best bit arnold i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> i don't know it's pretty good <laughs> i mean it's fine like i i can't hate on anyone for for liking that you know i mean like you can't it's so it's so silly that like yeah like you get the like i get the appeal I think Batman Forever actually is probably a worse movie, but it was the first Batman movie that I saw because I was old and, like, my mom took me to it. Like, I didn't see, like, the Burton Batmans until later. Right, same, yeah. No, actually... Because I was too young. Yeah, I think I think Forever was the first one I saw in theaters, too. And so that one has, like, that one is probably a worse movie than Batman and Robin, and Val Kilmer is an insane person a literal insane person uh in ways that are like not even funny he's just not well uh <laughs> but there was an attachment to that for me and uh, i think he does his own got, I, I think i think he does like that's the thing is like you need to talk about bruce wayne's so i think he does his own thing as bruce wayne like you know you watch batman batman and robin and like Clooney doesn't even give a fuck he's not even trying but, like i think i think no the, like Kilmer cared. Like, he wanted to be Bruce Wayne. He does his own thing, and I like it, uh, which is why I always can't defend yeah, that one. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. He does... Kilmer does a good Bruce Wayne, subpar Batman. Clooney sucks as both. He's got great nipples. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's a whole other just... I guess it is an accomplishment, you know? I mean, hey, it's it's Pride Month. We should celebrate camp made by a... A, an openly queer director as Joel Schumacher was. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's ultimately so, why I like those movies is because hey, they are like I don't know, they're kind of more in the vein of the uh, 60s Batman than they are of like the yes. Burton ones. Like they take yes. some of that aesthetic but um, but yeah like but all, all that to say and the whole point of all that is that like these movies like th- these movies are more fun when you let directors just do whatever they want and don't really care about like what the canon is or exactly like, that's the thing is like yeah you know, a lot of the criticism that snyder got of like people were mad at him because like in the in the man of steel uh superman kills zod spoiler alert and people are like oh yeah. my god like superman would never kill and it's like well he does now like <laughs> fuck it who cares well, you know he, like he, it's and he's he's torn up about it to be fair, well, Michael it's not like Batman a very who, just, talented who kills actor. a lot of people. If you took him, if you took him from the world, you'd feel like a piece of shit too. Because Michael Shannon rules. It's a very good point. Yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah, like he's he's. It's not like Batman who Batman kills a fucking lot of people in those movies. He don't regret shit. And all, well, I mean, most most of the people he's killing are the parademon alien things, but he kills some human persons, especially in Batman versus Superman. And that was, that was funny too, is cause like, I remember people getting really mad about that because that was probably the first one. I think that's the first one where he's actually straight up had machine guns. Um, which yeah. is maybe a little he does, excessive like, for Batman. Uh, but, uh, yeah. like in the comics, there's always the whole, like, Oh, he doesn't kill people thing. But yeah, you go back and watch those movies and like, he's, like he kills so many people in like the 1989 Batman. Like, <laughs> yeah, no Burton's Batman. He kills a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. He basically it's, kills two face dark. And, uh, in uh, Batman forever. I mean, yeah, it's just, there's all sorts yeah. of, I don't know. And no, Nolan threaded the needle by being like Batman, Batman's actions cause people to die or in the first one where with Ra's al Ghul he's like I don't have I'm not going to kill you but I don't have to save you and it's like hey them's the rules (laughs) (laughs) I followed him Uh, but yeah seriously like the DC movies seem to just have more they, they, they seem to be at least after the lesson they learned with Justice League because they're gonna be taking shit about that forever. Like they're that was a complete fucking fiasco, and especially 
what all the stuff that came out about Joss Whedon's behavior toward people, all the all the sh- like the horrible verbal abuse he heaped on Ray Fisher, who is like Ray Fisher who plays Cyborg, really is the heart, who's of the the heart. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. His 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 story is the spine of this giant galumphing epic that gives it a heart and a and a soul and it's just like it's just crazy that 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 whole that whole storyline is just at the end where he's like i'm not broken and i'm not alone like they're corny lines but he's earned them and they're and ray fisher acts so well it doesn't matter like it's an incredible performance um yeah and he's but yeah he's not even like a character i'd ever had any interest in even you know like like cyborg i never fucking heard of him i think i knew him from just like i don't think because i feel like the <laughs> justice league cartoon was coming on like right around the time i wasn't really watching cartoons anymore like because yeah. it was the batman one the superman one and then justice uh-huh. league so i think maybe i kind of knew who he was just from maybe seeing like the very beginning of that but like yeah like i feel like the only DC comics I ever read were Batman. Like, yeah, uh, me too. Batman and a couple of the assorted Superman stories, and then like stuff like stuff like Watchmen and Sandman and the Vertigo stuff. Um, so yeah, DC because they learned somewhat from the fiasco of Justice League, they've begun to like let directors do do what they want and make things that aren't necessarily uh aren't necessarily for mass consumption they still end up being massive hits anyway because of the whole marketing muscle behind it like let's not kid ourselves but um i'm I'm not the world's biggest fan of joker but it is its own thing i mean its own thing happens to be robbing martin scorsese wholesale (laughs) i hated that movie i thought it was so fucking bad I appreciate the memes it spawned. <laughs> I'm not a big, yeah, I'm not a big fan, but like, I'm, I think it's still a good thing that it exists, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to go In that some far. ways. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Okay. But, you know. Certainly not. I respect you, Liam. But, but then, on the flip side, you got something like Birds of Prey, like, that crawls from the ashes of the horrible shit that was David Ayer's just, uh, Suicide Squad, excuse me. And then you've got something like just, wild and weird like aquaman which i know some people love some people hate um i think i'm somewhere in between and on it but like there's just again this there's like a batshit joy to aquaman i didn't even mind i didn't even mind the first wonder woman movie it was okay uh it had moments that i really liked um but that one's probably that has more like Marvel type problems to it. They didn't really let the director run wild on it. It is kind of bound to universe continuity, all that crap. But coming up, DC has stuff like uh, Suicide Squad, like gu- like James Gunn doing Suicide Squad, and the trailer for that was just fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, that shit did look pretty wild. <laughs> oh my, like. King Shark, the the King Shark dude, who I, another DC character I've never fucking heard of, just like casually munching on a human skull. I'm I'm into a world that weird because I am a very I am a very sicko pervert. But like, <laughs> do you do you play video games at all? Not really, no. Yeah. I, I just never have a lot other than. Like when I was in college, other people I knew had systems, and like so I've played some game. Like I had an N sixty four as a kid at one point, and uh, like people I knew in college would have like three sixties. So I played like Red Dead and some of the huge, the Grand Theft Auto, some of the huge games. But that's kind of it. Right. Yeah, I one of like the last game because I, I don't play games either really at all. But the last game I really did play was. Uh, those two Batman games, the Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. actually I realized like mostly where I know a lot of those characters, like from like the Suicide Squad, uh, Suicide Squad from is like those uh, those games, which are 
a shit ton of fun. Um, like I would, I would play those again. And like I said, I haven't played a video game in like five years. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty cool stuff. But yeah, those characters are fucking wild, man. And it's good to, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad they're going after it with those a little bit. Cause like, it's kind of fun to put that kind of stuff on the screen. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think? Just, and this is kind of a broader question. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't in our initial notes, but I want to get your, like, what, what do you think is the broader, like, wh- where do these kind of movies lie in, like, art and, like, oh, um, how artistic are they and, like, how much of that same criticism level should you be applying to them? Right. Yeah. I defer, I'm going to defer a little bit to a review I read of, of Zack Snyder's Justice League by Matt Zoller Seitz, where he's like, this is the closest any of these movies has come to, like, the Martin, what Martin Scorsese said his definition of cinema was, and why he thought the Marvel movies were not it. This is as close as they're going to get. And I think I agree, basically. I, I, I'm slightly, I'm probably slightly misinterpreting uh, Seitz's words for that. I apologize, his, but you can easily find his, like, Google his review. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great review because Zoller Seitz is a great critic. But, um, and it's like, yeah, like, it is. It, it is a, it is a deliberate vision. Like, it is telling a story on a canvas. Like, it, it creates a distinct world. It, like, it is emotionally affecting in in its way like in, it's it, it, it's hitting different like receptors in the brain i guess you know like it's not hitting the things that i don't know like an ingmar bergman movie hits or whatever but right. but no I, th- I think that's at least some of them do certainly qualify like 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 transcend like are more than amusement park rides i think that snyder's are i think that i think that the nolan batman movies are i think that burton's movies are even if i don't like the first one like this is a director who has a distinct story to tell and a way he wants to tell it and th- like that's that's all you want man like if 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 it's that it's cinema regardless of what the regardless of what the uh content specifically is when it's something that just is like so clearly the marvel movies that are the worst are the ones that are just like that just exist as connective tissue to and stuff to sell shit stuff to like get people subscribing to disney plus like it's like we need to introduce this character before this next yeah, big yeah, event yeah. movie so like exactly yeah. Those are the ones that are the worst. The ones that have like no name directors or directors who are just like swallowing their pride to, to do something good. Like God, like I do not have high hopes for Sam Raimi doing a Dr. Strange movie. Like some people have said they do. I am fucking not one of them, man. Um, I mean, I'm not like, I, I didn't like the Spider-Man movies. He did. So. <laughs> um, really yeah. wow that's a that's a bold claim in the in this universe like people usually cite those as, as like as huge yeah i well most really particularly the second one like not so much the first and definitely not the third but i hate toby Maguire so much like i'm not a fan either. not not as like yeah. a, i mean i don't know anything about the guy but like and i've seen him in other <laughs> no, stuff I and it was fine I, I, I mean like generally speaking like i uh like i think he's such a bad i don't know he just like he doesn't have any of the stuff that like i think makes spider-man like a likable character like he wasn't good at like doing like the quippy stuff and like yeah he was he, he's stupid <laughs> like in, in in those movies like he's he not is kind no he's you're right dumb. he is kind of stupid and yeah so it's just like you know like yeah <laughs> like a just a dumbass Albert molina is great in those movies you know defoe's great yes. in those movies even james franco's okay but like also like like kirsten dunn's another person like another actor that i'm a, a very big fan of um I think it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Very bad performance. Like just very dead, like just kind of Natalie yeah, Portman in Star Wars, Star Wars type performance, you know? Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. So like, yeah, those movies yeah. never resonate. Like, I, I, I never really understood why they're so, you know, I get like the villains are really good and that does help it. Like people love, I good think villains. it's, yeah, I, I think it's mostly people just love the second one so much because of Doc Ock and because Sam Raimi got to do some Sam Raimi shit in there, which 
I'll say, as I always do about Sam Raimi, yeah, it's nice to think about him sometimes, but remember he donated to George W. Bush's re-election. Um, hey, man, now, the, the first Spider-Man movie really got to him, you know, that whole, like, uh, the 9-11 <laughs> scene. Yeah. Is that the first one? Is that the first one or the second one? I think it's the first and the one. New Yorkers are like, we're New Yorkers, you can't mess with us. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's the first one. <laughs> Um, this fucking sucks, dude. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Okay, now, now we come to that time, that the strange time. It's IMDb Roundup. You love it, we hate it. Where we try to find reviews on IMDb that are voted most helpful about the main movie we've discussed. In this case, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So. I'm going to start with one that's uh, it's kind of even-handed. I, I would not say this is a bad review. It was a fan service. Okay, it's, first, it's titled Definitely Better But Not Great. It was a fan service, period. Good on Snyder for doing it, too. I can imagine what man had to go through these last few years. I enjoyed a lot of the extra backstory. I treated the film like a short series, which I thought was the original idea. A lot of the original content was mildly interesting, but it felt like Amazing Spider-Man 2, where there's a lot of story to tell, but it's never told. Never seen Amazing... The, I've never seen the Garfield Spider-Man, so I can't comment. I, there's I, a I, lot I of have, fans... And uh, he actually kind of has a point there, but I also like those movies. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I might have to check them out. Up, dude. There's a lot of fans comparing this to the likes of Lord of the Rings, but even the extended filler content for Middle-Earth had character development and plot direction. You just don't get that in this film. There's a lot of filler for no reason. A lot of going somewhere, looking someplace, finding someone, and action sequences that just made me yawn or were totally cringe and are great examples as to why certain scenes should be left on the cutting room floor. As I mentioned, this film was a fan service. It was a take-it-as-you-will movie that was almost finished and still isn't, which is why I give it the benefit of the doubt it's not meant to be a theatrical release in the least. It's a what if, and for some that's satisfying. To others, it can be a bit of a snooze fest. But bravo regardless. 145 people out of 246 found this helpful. That's like a legitimately fair, like... Um... Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I want to start with it, because usually we start with like a horrible bonkers one on one end of the spectrum i wanted to start with one that was actually kind of even-handed and then go into the two crazy ones that i found right. um and yeah i mean I, I i think it's much better than this dude or this person does of course but um Did and it's funny that like the thing we, we talked about one of the things we talked about that we like about these movies is a lot of going somewhere, looking someplace. (laughs) And and we cited that as a thing that we both liked. And this guy's like, nope, not having it. (laughs) No, I just want them to have everything. That's fair. Yeah, it's totally fine. Um, Okay. Now this next one, this is really long, so I may condense it slightly. This is a 10 out of 10. Beautiful, bold, and grand. This is cinema. This person wrote this in title case. Uh, that headline first of all this does not feel like a four-hour film with a busy schedule i had planned to watch it in the parts it's divided into however once starting the movie i was simply locked in zsjl is brilliant the pacing is masterful the time flies by the story moves but it allows for marination of what you are witnessing the plot is simple and straightforward but complex and beautiful at the same time. Each character has room to breathe and is developed properly. The dialogue is crisp and important, and it's clear that Zack Snyder is world-building, especially with the crazy twists and the insane ending this movie has. The third act of this film is absolutely grand. It's a fucking four-hour movie in seven parts. It is not a three-act structure, but whatever. Uh, Without giving anything away, Ray Fisher's performance as Cyborg is absolutely incredible. Each character's performance as masterful. Snyder has re-established this team of gods among people as what the Justice League should always have been. Iconic and mythic. The movie feels like, for those of you familiar with comics, 
an Alex Ross painting, or comic, or graphic novel in motion with its unique and beautiful CGI. The CGI itself doesn't seem like it's trying to convince you of realism, but of beauty and artistry. It wants you to see each shot like a painting. Bring us the sequels! I also believe that it is important to give Zack the complete creative control he deserves for these sequels, especially without the constraints of runtime. Four hours, five hours, it doesn't matter. I'm here for it. We the audience are here for it. This movie has its place among some of the old lengthy mythic films before it, like Ten Commandments or Ben-Hur. The fans who fought for this vision of Zack Snyder should be very proud, very proud indeed. A win for artistic integrity. This is more than a comic book film. It's riveting. It's maddening. It's methodical. It's maniacal. It's beautiful. As they say, this is cinema. This is Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'll, I'll definitely give him that I am certainly not above or have anything better to do than sit in a theater for 45 hours and watch this movie. That's absolutely true. <laughs> no, that part's fine. Uh, <laughs> I can't beef with that. But like, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> I don't, hmm. <laughs> this guy just, yeah, this is clearly written by a, like a Stan because like, there's not, oh, yeah, do, you, do you think allowance. so? <laughs> I, I know, so surprised. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure this person has the uh, has a bunch of Snyder Cut hashtags in their Twitter bio. Oh, you better believe it, friend. Uh, you know what? Um, I'm glad they liked it so much. Yeah, no, you know what? Like, it's just funny that there are things in Justice League that are obviously not great. <laughs> like dialogue, it's uneven. Yeah, like I've seen worse. Uh, and so yeah, like, and because the CGI. Like, it was a lot of rescuing unfinished footage. There are some... Like, the 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 Age of Heroes sequence, like, I enjoy it, mm-hmm. but you can see the seams on the CGI in that sequence really hard. Sure, yeah. Like, like they gave him 60 million or whatever to finish it, but I think there was just... I, I, I don't... That may have just not been the design like the cgi design may just not have been great from the start for that but it's still a fun sequence but like it's just weird because it's like there are some scenes that are almost certainly like some of the characters who are supposed to be human in that scene are not human actors like they're just cgi renderings like zeus i'm not sure that that's an actor playing zeus i think they might have just computer generated that out of like whole cloth yeah i think that's yeah but yeah but who knows and so for our last our last one and this one is really bad but it made me laugh quite a bit i I am always curious Um, one thing i do like like when 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 folks are like referencing like these old lengthy mythic films Uh do you think they've seen any of those (laughs) fuck no i guess that's what i think is funny like either way they've probably seen 10 commandments because they might have been like had it fed down their throats in school yeah. especially if they went to parochial school like me but um <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes, i don't know like it's like i said there I, I i like i like a lot of these movies but it's also just it's like i mean just slow the fuck down dude like <laughs> you know like there's yeah uh you know I don't know, but I do think there also is like something to be said about the fact that like you do look back and like what is like the Ten Commandments, but a story about this superhero named Moses, you know, like <laughs> that's it's a fair point. Um, okay, four stars for four hours of average. The guy did not actually give a star rating. That's the title of his review. Zack Snyder's Justice League retells the story of reviving Superman and uniting heroes in one team to defend the planet from an ancient evil dark side. The whole movie is focused on the fight between the JL and dark side henchman Steppenwolf, yet it still have some good fight scenes aside from the huge number of goofs that you can spot left and right from the get-go dot dot dot. You can simply space hyphen space spot the fake gun silencer falling down while the terrorist at the beginning of the movie moves his hand 
and this is the least to say about the amount of goofs and silly spotted mistake all over the place with no spoilers. Let's talk technicalities without mentioning many details. The casting choices. I know this won't quote stay down quote for most but I'll say it as it is. Clearly they are settled for some weird reason with their casting choice but this is for them to troll the real fans with and for me not to watch. Superman I believe is a good choice Batman well he's quote okay quote end quote. Although, I believe Superman can be adjusted in the post-production to look taller than Bruce Wayne, but hey, this is just me. But seriously, Wonder Woman? No blue-eyed, let's just say, well-built actress out there? I'll leave it at that, and I bet comic fans get my drift. A short flash? Space. In Terabang. Space. I don't care how tall is the actor in real life, but the bad directing and ugly cinematography makes him look way shorter than the others in almost all scenes. It's not a huge deal, but an eyesore for true fans. But when it comes to Lex Luthor and the Joker casting, well, this is what I call a sad joke. The DC casting... generally nowadays is sad and all over the place. It's like the decision makers for the movies are teen girls! From the casting of the Suicide Squad to Justice League, not to mention the casting for the upcoming Batman, which is a laughable joke to say the least. But hey, this is for them to screw up and for me to either not watch or free stream at best. Not worth a penny. This is in quotes. The CGI is good at moments, silly and laughable at others, and a big WOW when it comes to the extremely stupid adaptation of The Flash. The character itself is not the nerdy scientist guy we know. The lines make him pretty much a stupid drunk person with nothing useful to add. The CGI is laughable and fails to show a proper mechanism of The Flash. It made me feel like he's swimming and sometimes jumping long distances in a puddle of goo. Not running super fast at all, even with the comics logic where Flash moves in hyperspeed, his surroundings slow down, but this does not mean he slows down as well! He should either move in a speed relative to our normal perspective, or even faster, but clearly the director lacks the brains that he forced slow motion in every Flash close-up that we completely thrown off the concept of the character's superpower. Now, I'm gonna pause a bit because I'm reading this verbatim, and I know that there's a, there's a fair chance that this may not be a person for whom English is their first language. And if that's the reason for these, the, the grammar mistakes, then that's fine. But there's plenty to laugh at regardless of that. So just finishing this off. The so-called, quote, Aquaman, end quote, aside from the obvious, quote, ugly, quote, casting choice, most of his late fight scenes are way, way off. There's no water in the surroundings. Why do the filmmakers shove him in the fight scene, jumping, flying around like a male Wonder Woman? Seriously, WTF. Zack Snyder's Justice League is a mindless okay-to-watch flick and may be enjoyable for some if you can spare four hours to kill without literally having anything else to watch, but far from standing out on any level. 128 out of 208 people found this helpful. <laughs> God damn it. The paragraph man. about the so-called Aquaman reminds me of Dan Gilbert's letter when LeBron left for Miami. <laughs> 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 farewell to the so-called aquaman well that's good that's a good it's good to bring that up because we're finally coming to the maybe dan gilbert wrote this review um, <laughs> oh my god it is it is it is dan gilbert wrote this review in between finding ways to tag onto other teams uh white house trips to go hang out with trump um don't worry, people. This isn't Universe B. Trump is, in fact, not the president. Um, referring to things that happened in the past. Okay. Wow. That was... Oh, you know what's even funnier? The username for this guy is impartial-critic. He's the one, huh? Yeah. Glad we have one out he seems, there. He seems partial. I mean... Rather. I don't know. He definitely <laughs> had an opinion. Um 
He was. Is the Flash <laughs> notoriously tall? No, not to my knowledge. That that part I mean, really confused I, I get, me. I'm going to just because this this seems like a mystery worth quickly investigating. I can't see anything. There are some versions of him that look like tallish, and others that very much don't. So yeah, I don't think there's a continuity. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like a thing that's established as fact. That that I would say that much. So yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> but Ezra Miller's five eleven. Yeah, no, and the guy even they was like, even... it doesn't matter that the actor's actually tall or like, av- like basically like average-ish height, whatever, slightly higher than average height, like. But the guy's like, but that doesn't matter. I'm still mad. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I... there was there was a line about Wonder Woman that, and <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Let we will. There's an elephant in the room that we will not address regarding Gal Gadot, but still a little weird that he seems to be suggesting that she should be Aryan. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm glad I wasn't the only one who was kind of getting that. Vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I thought it was strange. That was cause... fucked. And also, and also, he was saying that she should have bigger tits. I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying. Oh, because I was about to say when, it, like, when I said like well built, I was like, yeah. How much are you yep. fucking working out, bro? Like, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he meant tits. Oh, oh, what a, what a, what a, what a disgusting person. This impartial critic. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. You convinced me. He's not impartial at all. No. No, he is not a straight shooter. He is not a stand-up guy. <sighs> Fucking hell. This makes me sad. It makes me sad. What is this world coming to? Truly. It's a bunch of impartial critics who are nothing but. Yeah. Fucking assholes. The illegal Screen Snyder Cut adventure will conclude with the crossover in part three of three, The Horrors of Houston. There's a lover in the story, but the story's still the same. There's a lullaby for suffering and a paradox to blame. But it's written in the scriptures and it's not some idle claim. You want it darker. We kill the flame. They're lining up the prisoners and the guards are taking aim. I struggled with some demons, they were middle class and tame. I didn't know I had permission to murder and to maim. You want it darker? Hey, nanny, nanny. I'm ready, my lord.